everyone. Welcome to Tink Shade with Aaron Martin, the podcast where we talk about all the shows we're addicted to and the reality stars we love, even when we're giving them the side eye. I am so excited to bring you a special bonus episode this week. I got to sit down with Stephanie Johnson, who is appearing this season, the debut season of Lifetime's Love at First Flight. It debuted just this week on Tuesday nights at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And it is a fun show. I am going to be watching the entire season, and I encourage you guys to get on board. New shows are an unknown quantity, and watching the premiere, you know, can sometimes be a crapshoot. But I will say right now that watching the premiere for me gave me enough to want more. And here's why. The premise of the show is something new. It is kind of like Married at First Sight meets The Amazing Race meet Survivor, I would think. You know, it's maybe not Survivor as much, but here's what the deal is. Four couples are matched by experts. Unlike the experts on Married at First Sight, we don't really see them. They're not a huge part of the show, but they match these four strangers, four strangers up with four other strangers, and they task each couple with traveling cross-country on a series of challenges for 30 days together. Now, the idea is to help the couples bond through traveling and also face their biggest arguments potentially while traveling because we know that traveling with someone can be rough, especially with a stranger. The commitment that these couples make will come at the end of the 30 days. They'll actually decide at that point whether they want to get married or whether they want to go their separate ways. Or maybe, I don't know if they have an option to continue a relationship and not get married. We'll see. It's a brand new show. It's the first season. Ten episodes is what we're looking at. So we're looking at now through May. And Stephanie has a lot to tell us about what it's like to be on this show, to watch herself on TV, to see a premiere, and to look at social media while it's going on. She also tells us a little bit about herself and how she became part of this show because she has a big life going on outside of reality TV. She is the founder and the CEO of Singles in the City, which is in Dallas, Texas. It's actually based in several cities now. It's grown. And her website says that she has revolutionized the way single professionals date and become the person they seek to attract. Now, Stephanie talked about how working in this industry and founding a company like this transitioned into her being set up by matchmakers, which is a really interesting journey. She's going to tell us also what she thinks of the other couples, because if you watch the premiere like I did, there is a vast array of couples on here. Stephanie and the person she's matched with, Michael, have really good chemistry from the beginning, and she's going to comment on that. But none of these couples know one another, so they're all seeing each other on TV for the first time. And man, there is especially one couple who is going to bring some serious drama this season. And if you watched, you know who I'm talking about. So without further ado, let's get into my conversation with Stephanie. I hope you enjoy it, and I hope you put this show on your DVRs because it's definitely worth a watch. Here we go.
Well, I'm so fortunate today to have Stephanie from Love at First Flight with us. We saw the premiere this week on Lifetime. It airs at 10 p.m. on Tuesdays, and it looks amazing. We're going to talk all about the show, but Stephanie, I just want to welcome you to the podcast, and thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm extremely excited to share about our journey, so thanks again. Yeah, I can't wait to hear about it. I mean, I know you can't tell us everything because we don't want all this. We can't have all the spoilers, but I'm just enthralled with, I guess, the concept of this show. But first of all, just tell us a little bit about yourself and then how the show found you. Yeah, definitely. Um, Hello, listeners. I'm Stephanie Johnson, um, Detroit native. I live in Dallas. I've been there eight years. I am the CEO of Singles in the City. Um, So I go around and I host um, self-awareness workshops for single and dating professionals, trying to, you know, basically helping single people kind of get their lives together, you know, from the inside out. So the show found me on Instagram um, years ago. I think the process was like a year and a half to go through the casting and all, you know, everything that happens with casting for a reality TV show. Yeah. So this was quite some time ago and they found me on Instagram and um, I literally on a whim of it's a new show. There's no chance I'm going to be cast. Plus I'm way too self-aware to even do something like this. <laughs> all that happened <laughs> and they ended up picking me and it was a battle for me to even do it. And at the end of the day, I'm like, you know what? Try something new, open your mind. And that's how I got here. That's awesome. I, you know what? You don't strike me as someone who would say yes to reality TV right away. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. If you could talk to the people, the lawyers, and they're like, "Oh my, ma'am," I'm like, "I, I have a, I have a company. You know, I can't be out here looking crazy by any means. You know, this is my livelihood." So, the I probably I was probably the most stressful person to sign up, probably, but I did it, and it was the most amazing time ever. That's so. You have no regrets about doing it. No, I would do it again in a heartbeat. It was wonderful. Oh, that's awesome. It was wonderful. This is interesting because you run the singles in the city. So you're kind of in this world and then you let yourself Mm -hmm. get set up by matchmakers. I did. And that, and that was kind of like when I went in, I'm thinking this is the ultimate social experiment. I mean, by a hair that I get matched, which in my mind, I'm like, it's never going to happen. That's a point zero, you know, percent, but just in case let's do it. But 90% of the time, this is a social experiment. I finally get to get in the minds of all the single people I've ever counseled who tell me that they fell in love on a plane ride or at a Starbucks and now they're getting married. I just never understood. So now that I was in someone else's shoes, I can stop judging and I walked my own journey. So it worked out. Yeah, Yeah. you did. I mean, you really have to go by faith and be brave to do something like this because you're really putting it in the hands of people you don't know. I mean, these experts, who are are they? Because we don't really meet them. Can we please talk about the experts? I met, like I said, went through the casting process. I met one person who was a woman and um, don't remember much. It was a very long weekend of testing and all that stuff. So haven't heard or seen from her since. So I don't even know when they're popping up on the show. They were not a part of any of our, we've never saw them on set. So I don't really know who these people are, to be honest (laughs) with you. So Mike and I are like, I cite like we have, we have, we have babysitters. Like we, we don't, we don't know who, who you guys are. So it'll be interesting whenever they pop up during the show to, to see what they have to say. But I don't, they were not a part of our journey. So I really don't know who these that, people are. That is really different than um, say like a married at first sight where the experts mm-hmm. are really part of the show. Do you watch that show? On I do. I'm a yeah. huge married at first sight fan. Um, I pretty much stalk all of the cast members and become the friends with them on Twitter. So oh. yeah, I'm totally here for it. I love reality TV in general. So yeah. 
Oh, well then you're, you're my people. You're my people. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. I, I watch it all. And I really, I really got into married at first sight just this season because my listeners were like, Oh, you have to watch it. You know, I was sort mm-hmm. of over in the Bravo world more and I'm like, I'm totally too. I'm a Bravo girl show. too. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm an Andy die, you know, Andy Cohen diehard, but I absolutely <laughs> married at first sight has sucked me in the past three seasons. So it's great for sure. I wonder if you're, so your experts are a little bit different in that they're not really part of the show. Like at married at yeah, first they're, sight. Yeah. They're not like we like I said, they were never a part of anything that we were doing. So I guess they're going to be critiquing maybe from a video. Like I'm not really even sure how they're going to do that, but I guess they're there at some point. So before we get into you meeting Michael, the whole first, you know, basically the whole premiere. <laughs> yeah. what, what did you like overall? Do you think the experts did a solid job for you? Overall, I think the experts, you know what, I'll, I'll, I'll break it down like this solid as in Michael's an amazing person and we have amazing chemistry and energy. Yes. Um, looking more into a long-term lifelong commitment, like still working through some things. So I wouldn't, I mean, I would, I would take my, you know, I take every guy through the ringer. So I'm, I'm not, I don't think they hit like bang, 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 the jack. I mean, I'm like, where are my parents? Where are the premarital count? I mean, I'm, I'm that girl. So I don't trust anyone to just give my future to them, but I am, you'll see how pleasantly surprised I am and what my outcome is. So you're, you're, I mean, everyone's going to be as attracted as I am at, at what I did. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. So was, I can't wait it to was, see. It was beautiful, you know, but just to know where I'm coming from, this was not anything that I'm like, I'm like, absolutely not. That is so funny you say that because I, I felt like you guys had the easiest comfort level with one another of, we the, did. of the four couples I saw as a viewer, you know, cause that's all yeah. we see. The viewers just see what we Absolutely. see. And I was like assessing each couple and I thought, okay, they have the easiest instant comfort with each other, which is so funny because you guys were presented mm-hmm. with a farting goat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm looking at the premiere and I'm like, oh my gosh, I totally forgot. We went through so many activities and dates. I completely forgot about the goat. I'm like, this is the worst day ever. Like, I'm just not a farm animal. I have a Yorkie Terrier. You know, I'm a city girl. I don't have time for farm animals. And here he was. Here he was. And he had to have a diaper. And it was it was interesting. How, how glad were you when he finally, when he admitted he wasn't, that wasn't his pet? <laughs> I was so relieved. I was like, okay, they're putting me on some like city girl versus farmer. This is not going to probably go well. I, I can't relate to him. So we were both confused together. Instant bonding experience. We yeah. won. <laughs> yeah, you did. You guys were in it to win it. I tweeted out that people who diaper goats together are in it I to saw win that. it. I think, I think Pilgrim retweeted. I was like, that's from Aaron. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, because and I mean, right. some people were like, oh, we're going to get wet on a boat. And they gave you guys a goat who was pooping here, on the sidewalk of a city streets. I'm like, this is and not we've fair. Never, and, you know, we've never seen, you know, goat pellets. So I'm like, is it, you know, is it come, where's it coming from? I, and I'm totally confused <laughs> as to what end. He's like, don't even look this way. It's on your shoe. My boots had goat milk all over it. I'm like, these are really expensive boots. So it was it was interesting. But also, I know Twitter was kind of losing its mind. Like, oh my gosh, they gave the they gave the black couple the um the the farm. I'm like, first of all, people, I, saw I was that. never. That's yeah, crazy. I was like, listen, I had to make a video to clear lifetime, dude. It was nothing racist. We vowed to never do anything water related for the sake of my hair. No, no, I'm not going to get on a boat, and no, I don't want to jump out of any airplane. So if a farm was what it was. <laughs> We made the best out of that farm, and it was beautiful. You okay? did. Just you a did. clear lifetime. It was nothing against them. I said no water. <laughs> you know what? I want to ask you before we get more into the goat journey. So what was your reaction to seeing, like, all the tweets and people commenting? Because that's a different world now. Being on reality TV, you see social media right away. 
You do. Um, luckily, we had really, really positive uh, responses. Okay. I am trying to, at, at this point, we had probably the most positive responses. So I'm trying to now clean up and save my other cast members. You know, like, hey, guys, keep watching, smiles, you know, let's be positive. Um, I'm that girl. So I think Michael and I are in the clear for the first episode. Um, everyone saw the energy. The end, you know, the energy and the chemistry, and really enjoyed us, and we enjoy each other. So, um, I'm just trying to help everyone else out at this point. You know? Yeah, we'll get into the other couples a little bit later, but I'll, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll backtrack a little bit. So, just for the listeners, if you haven't watched the premiere yet, you need to watch it because this is going to be a great show. And <laughs> what this goat we're talking about, all the couples are faced with challenges. The basic premise of the show is that couples are matched by experts. They have 30 days traveling cross country together. They face challenges right from instantaneously meeting all along the way and then they decide whether or not to marry at the end so it's kind of like it's kind of like married at first sight but of course you don't get married right away meets Mm -hmm. uh survivor meets the amazing race but it's, it's, it's interesting it's a really interesting premise and traveling together can be super stressful so that's added to it but it can also be a bonding experience so when stephanie and michael the entrepreneur she was matched with met up. He was holding a goat on a leash, and she first thought this was his pet, but it was the producers had given it to him because their first challenge was to take it to, I believe, Stephanie, correct me if I'm wrong, was it like a goat rescue organization? Yes, Goats of Anarchy in yeah. um, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So their, their job was, of course, to get this goat there, but they're walking through the streets, the city streets with this goat, like, pooping along the way. They had to actually stop and get it a diaper, which was amazing. And, you know, they just kind of rolled with it. The other couples had to, you know, one couple was in Niagara Falls. Another couple was on a food tour, which was they had to eat all this disgusting food. Of course, the girl, Jenna, refused to eat all of it. And then um, another couple, what am I forgetting? The other, the... Um, Jenna, Stephanie, Michael... um... Alma and... Yes, and Mike. The other Mike. That's the other Mike. Yeah, Alma and Mike. Yeah. They had to kind of go on a little mission. They had to go around and do graffiti art and things like that. Theirs was actually the most low-key in terms of, you know, their stress level. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't think their stress level was too high. So, but anyway, so you and Michael met up. What were your first impressions besides thinking, why the hell is he holding a goat? (laughs) Basically, yeah, I was just, I was, he was attractive, you know, okay, he's a nice looking guy. Um, I just wanted to make sure he was taller than I was. I was like, yay, check mark. Um, He has nice eyebrows, all the things that I like aesthetically. Um, And then when he said he's an entrepreneur, I'm like, oh, thank God, because that's such a, you know, in my dating life, it's like, it's been a barrier of what do you do? Most men don't understand the life of a CEO. So I'm like, He's an entrepreneur. I'm feeling we're on the same grind and hustle. We could definitely at least be friends because he understands where I'm coming from. So that made me really happy. And it, it feels like um, not right away, but in the first segment, at least, you kind of shared your faith with one another because you both come from a strong faith background. And they yeah. matched you up really well with that, I thought. They did. They did. That was really cool. He kind of picked out some things. And I'm like, OK, don't not a pastor's kit. We don't have a church, but definitely in the ministry. But, you know. Um, that's that. So we were, we were excited about that too. Yeah. That gave me a little bit of relief, you know, like, okay. Right. It's just one more thing you don't have to overcome. Exactly. You know, so you and Michael take this goat through the city. You finally get the goat. You you have to clean it up and bale hay when you get it to this organization, which is like, it's like you finally got it there. I was thinking, okay, they're just going to take the goat from you and say, good job. No, you had to do more. There was so much more. And then when they were explaining, we're just like, 
Okay. Luckily, I love to clean. Like I'm type A, you know, my house is all white. I bleach every other Tuesday. So I was ready to clean up, which is probably <laughs> why I did it so quickly and I was ready to go. And I'm like, I really need to get to this hotel because I'm pooped. So let's just hurry up. And if you want to take your time, that's fine. I'm going to just clean up really fast. So that's what happened. He was helping holding the thing, but I'm like scrooping and scraping. I'm pretending I'm like in my kitchen. I'm like going for it. You went so, for it. You went so for it. He's like, okay, she likes to clean up. No, I'd like things super orderly. So we got it clean quick. It was real quick. You did it quick and you get the good accommodations because on the show, you win better accommodations if you succeed in your challenges. So you were... Which, of course, and which they don't tell you going in, you're thinking every night's going to be at least, you know, a three-star hotel. Well, no, you know, you'll you'll see as the journey progresses. But luckily that night, you know, we did win a wonderful hotel. So it seemed like from the get-go, you guys were fighting, not fighting, that's the wrong word. You're just kind of mm-hmm. kind of negotiating who's going to be the leader because he was saying he yeah. wants to drive, you had to hold the goat. <laughs> you know, later on, it, it's like you have to negotiate who is going to lead this. Uh-huh. Is that yep. how, is that a common theme, do you feel like, with, the, with you guys and your journey this season? That, that, I think it is a common theme in our journey. We're both learning, you know, we're both strong leaders. And another thing, we, you know, we, we taped it, but it was and shown we're both um second generation Americans. so his parents are from liberia my parents are from Suriname, south america so you know we both come from a very cultural diverse background where every the women are strong the men are strong so who's doing what today so i think you guys will also see that as our journey progresses but we learn you know we were learning each other yeah we were just trying to figure things out <laughs> and i really wanted to drive out of new york i've never done it before michael yeah i know <laughs> michael yeah michael if you're listening just, if you're just listening, jeez. <laughs> just saying. So the next day, I thought it was interesting because the next day you guys got into a lot deeper discussion than normally you would on a second date. But it, you have to speed things up in this show because your relationship yeah. really needs to go, you know, kind of full steam ahead. And oh, he yeah. was asking you about STDs. You were <laughs> telling – I mean, that was like out of left field. I was so – was thrown. I was I, like, first, I've never, I mean, maybe I should have been asked that before, but I've never even asked that in life. So I'm like, no, but no. like, I just got tested last month. Like, no, we're not even doing that. So why are you, you know, why are you even asking? But I was like, nope, I understand. But no, sir. No, you can email my doctor. There's nothing wrong with me. But um, thanks for asking. Thanks. Now America knows that I'm clean. Thank you. You know, know. that was really out of left field. I thought, wow, Michael is really just um, putting it all out there. Michael's going for it. He is eating it up. Yeah. No, he's, yeah. Even we talk about it today, he's like, oh my gosh, I know know they're going to, I know they're going to play the part with Ashley if he has TDs. They're going to make you look so crazy. I'm like, you wanted to know. Speak your mind, Michael. Communicate. That's what you're all about, right? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Speaking of communication, you you brought that up. You said that your communication has been a challenge in relationships and that Mm -hmm. I think, did you say, you know, you kind of hope the guy gets it sometimes or you write a a post-it note? Yeah. Yeah. I try to find ways to communicate and it's definitely been a challenge. I used to be really passive aggressive and the notes would be a part of that. And, you know, as you get older and go through different relationships, you obviously learn to speak up and just say exactly what you mean when you mean it, which is why I am the way that I am now. Um, but yeah, I was just being honest, you know, I'm not, I'm not, the. I'm still learning, walking through that journey in my life. So no, I'm not gonna, you know, do everything right the first time, but I'll leave you a hint and hope that you are patient enough to catch it and ask questions. That's when I was watching that. I was that was funny because I was thinking, oh, that was me definitely. When I I've been with my husband for about twenty years. But oh, congrats! Yeah, I love that. I love you. like like over five year marriages. I'm like, thank you, congratulations. Yeah, he's he's awesome, but we are totally different people. I mean, and I have learned that 
he is going to get nothing unless I say it, spell it, mm-hmm. act it out, follow it up with gold stars and check marks. I mean, yep. he's still, I have to still say to him, I would like flowers on this occasion. Uh-huh. I, w- I would I'm like you to that. acknowledge me when I tell you this good news. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I'm learning that. Yeah, I, I completely. Yeah, I'm, I thought it was just me, but that's just no. that's just most men in general. That, that's okay. That's why we're here to help. So I think we're here to help. Good. We're here to help. We're here to help. It's frustrating because you you kind of want them to get it because you think, well, if they cared enough, they would know. But, yeah, but they just that don't. part of their brain just doesn't even it doesn't no. even work. No, no, you just have to write post-it notes and say something nice and <laughs> cook them dinner. It's crazy. Right. I know. <laughs> I know. I make checklists. I make checklists. There you go. And then I say, okay, check this off. Yeah. So what what do you what do you wish we would have seen from at least your segments together that we didn't in the premiere? Anything that they missed that you were hoping to see? I'm trying to. I'm oh, man. They did. I really, I'm not even trying to be extra. I think they did an amazing job with with, with our scenes. Um, maybe I know that during I don't know if they're going to show during the season. We had we were recording, you know, like our own version of the show on on iPhones. I would love, and I know America would love if we could see the Mike and Steph show, which is a segment that we did every night because we slept in separate hotel rooms. But every night we would, you know, we would we would say what we did during the day. We would like have a funny like a rap song. We would just kind of commemorate the day. You know, positive energy. So I would love for you guys to see that. Um, even from the first day that we met, we had such great chemistry. We made this awesome video. So I'm like, where's my video? You know. Yeah. But other than that, I think it was really great. But I'm like, they need to put that on YouTube because that was amazing. Maybe they'll we have put like, it on their website, like both. Yeah, we footage. have like twelve, like five minute, hilarious, candid conversations about from sex to Jesus to uh, <laughs> uh, gay. <laughs> Gay people, abortion. I mean, we talk about all of our opinions on all these random topics. Wow. And off the bat, we were just, we had perfect chemistry and we just, we're just in line. So we got really lucky. That's awesome. I would love to, I, I remember I, see, I saw you guys filming that though. They showed at least you guys holding the phone out and doing that. Was you, was that you doing one of those segments? That was one of those. Yeah. Okay. But I'm like, where's the whole video? Cause it was funny. Yeah. Well, maybe so, they will actually that's no editing. do that. That would be yeah, awesome. Yeah, we've got to get that up. We have to get that up. But it was amazing. Do you think there's anything about Michael or you and your personalities that didn't come across? Like anything that um, was apparent to you but maybe wasn't to us? No. No. I, I purposely watched the, watched it with my parents. You know, they're highly critical and very supportive. So I got raw <laughs> feedback. And it was all positive yesterday. So I was like, whoa, I enjoyed it. And and to have them and all you know people that are watching, like, dude, they got you. They got Stephanie. That's Stephanie Johnson to the T. That's her. Like, she doesn't wear a lot of makeup. She talks really fast. Um, she's super cute. You know, she's very opinionated. Like, they completely got you 100%. So I'm like, okay. At least the first episode showed exactly who I am. You know what? That's all. That's the most you can hope for from a reality TV yeah. show. Yeah. That yeah. is really you all know? you can hope for, that they capture who you really are, you know, for yeah. good or for bad. Because sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, you watch The Housewives. They blame editing for everything. Exactly. I'm like, okay, there's no – is no one here self-aware? I mean, can we just raise our hand a little <laughs> bit, you know, and take responsibility? Right. But oh, that's another story. But anyway, um, right. no, and I can't speak for Michael, but he hasn't had any – hasn't, he hasn't complained. And I, I think it showed him just being protective, uh, very dominant, uh, you know, but patient leader that he is. and, and um, I think it showed that he appreciated me from day one, you know, even though we were different, he definitely, you know, appreciated who I was. Yeah, he did. He he seemed like that from the get go. And we also, I, for one, appreciated that fantastic Burberry wrap you were wearing, (laughs) which I, I would like, I have a scarf, but I want the wrap. 
I was like, okay, girl, can you just like, can you, Let can me you hook me you, up with I'm that? Like, I'm like, I know America's going to be thinking something else. No, it's my mother's that I stole before the show. A couple of items that I have on the show are, are stolen from my mother's closet. I did not buy a Burberry wrap at all, but I hope she does <laughs> officially give it to me at some point before I get married, like officially. So right. yeah, that would be nice. That would be, be very nice. nice. It looks beautiful mm-hmm. on you. Okay. So thank let's, you. Yeah. So let's go down quickly. Let's go down the other couples because unlike okay. some shows that are ensemble casts where you film together, this show, um, and married at first sight, they get to know each other, but this show, you really, you really don't meet each other. So you're seeing each other on camera, you know, first time, first time. Yeah. So what were your impressions of, let's start with Stephanie and Ryan. She is a wedding singer. She's 29 years old. She was cheated yes. on in the past. Ryan is 20. He's gone through some health issues with his heart. He's ready for change. He's actually left his job as a sales executive, and he's living with his parents, and he's ready for love. They met on a pier in Niagara Falls, and or a dock, and they went on they, they, they went on the adventure on the boat and everything, and they seem very sweet to me. But what was your impression of them? Absolutely the same. I thought they were – I'm rooting for for your for staff I'm like oh my gosh he seems so sweet and Stephanie's just she's a doll you know they they seem like very innocent light-hearted people um which I thought was really cool that they put them together so I was like okay this is Mike and Steph and Steph and and Ryan this this might work out this was good yeah I, interesting there's two Stephanie's huh there's only four couples. and two Michaels two and two Michaels, Michaels. That's yeah funny. it's really weird I was like you guys are crazy I don't know how they did that. You know but. what, though? They seem like a very sweet match. I don't know if it'll work out long term, but I'm rooting for them, too. I'm rooting me for too. them. Me, too. I'm like, look, I don't know either. I mean, I need to send her a text and please give me something. <laughs> yeah, let me <laughs> give know. Give me a cliffhanger or something, girl. Okay, speaking of the other Michael, Michael, the other Michael is 30. He's an accountant. He has divorced parents, and he wants to change his life. You know, he wants to have a long-term relationship that works. And he met Alma, who is a patient advocate, social worker. She's fiery. She wants Prince Charming, the fairy mm-hmm. tale. And she's really in her head the first day about whether this is going to work right off the bat. But she, she works through that, and she seems to come around the second day they're together. What do you think about them? I think they're an interesting match as well. Um, I haven't, I haven't, um, they were just, they were just interesting, you know, it's like, okay, this is, this is interesting. Interesting was the word of the night. I'm like, they're great to watch. I hope it works out. She's really spicy, which I love. He seems really chill. So I'm like, is it too opposite? I'm not sure, but I think, I think they're going to probably surprise us and flip it around pretty soon. Yeah, I feel like they're thinking. they're an odd match, but they have potential. Mm-hmm. I think they have, that's the word. They definitely have potential. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then absolutely zero potential. And I'm saying this so you don't have to. <laughs> I'm not saying it. I, I'm saying it loud and proud. Is Jenna, 26, one of the most horrific reality TV personalities we've seen since Angelina on Jersey Shore season one? She's a teacher, which I can't believe, having been a teacher for 13 years myself. And she it, she was interested formerly in a married man who she says on national television had mutual feelings for her. So there's one there's one thing about her. She gets hooked up with Kale, this poor, long-suffering Kale, who's 29 <laughs> years old, this poor dude. This dude is just, I feel so bad for him. I'm like, hashtag save Kale. He's an attorney. He had a girlfriend who wouldn't commit to him, but he stuck with her for a long time, and she he finally let her go. Um, Jenna 
is a garbage person. She seems awful. She seems like she hates him immediately and open, openly treats him that way. Okay, now I had I said all of this so you don't have to. So you can give us your, your more um, even-handed opinion. Oh, my gosh. I'm a person of faith, so I'm going to just say I'm putting Jenna <laughs> and Kale's relationship in the hands of my sweet savior, and I hope that they make it. Okay? That's all I'm going to say. You, you know what? I, I think as a, a person of some faith myself, mm-hmm. I would hope that Kale finds happiness elsewhere. I, <laughs> Kale, Kale, save yourself. Save Do yourself. what's best for you. Mm-hmm. We love you. We support your decision, Kale. Kale's actually in Dallas with me, and um, we're going to meet up pretty soon and do something there. But um, he's, a, he's a Dallas boy. And, um, yeah, prayer, prayers for Kale and prayers for Jenna. You know, whatever, whatever help that they need, I, I want them to get it. That's what I'll say. You know, we all need help. Everyone needs a little help. So I pray we all become positive people. Yeah. During this process. This was, it was really, truly painful to watch. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was kind of, yeah. Cause I, I just, oh, I just, I just felt bad, you know? I did too. And I, th- I kept thinking, here's, here's one of the times when I was thinking, okay, experts show your faces because mm-hmm. we want to see who did this to Kale. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we can, we can have pitchforks. Who did this? Right. Exactly. Right. So she's going to be really hurting, I think on social media and you know, the cameras do present you a certain way, but she really did. She said all of that stuff, and she acted the way she acted. And just to give the, the listeners a little bit of detail, you know, if you didn't watch the premiere yet, again, you need to. But Jenna is very off-putting. She's very confrontational. She doesn't want to do anything, and she actually starts mocking Kale almost immediately for being organized and wanting mm-hmm. to read maps and wanting to be adventurous. But he keeps like saying to himself, okay, I'm just going to stick with it. But her negativity is so overwhelming. And the way she, to me, the way she mocks him for just being kind of a positive person is just over the top, over the top. And I think that's what really struck me as odd that they were together. Yeah. I just, I just, I'm like, Kale's a, Kale's going to be on a a season two, uh, second chances for sure. Likely, you know, we're going to get Kale married. Because you're all truly together for these 30 days, no matter what, right? Absolutely. Unless, I mean, uh, again, I just, Mike and I just know what our process was. Okay. But okay. yeah, I would like to hope everyone at least made it to 30 days. That would be nice. <laughs> yeah. You know? We don't know. Jeez. Maybe Kale ran away in the middle of yeah, the Yeah, Mike, did someone leave and not tell production? Like, we actually don't know, you know, because <laughs> it looks really <laughs> jacked up. So we'll all find out together. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait, actually. And you know what? You do need that one couple. I mean, poor them but you need the one couple yeah. to bring the drama. So you could be glad you're not it no. with that kind of drama. Yeah, we're like... You can bring the fun my, drama. Yeah, Mike and I were like, we, you know, we, we argued about who was eating plantains versus barbecue. You know, we didn't have any arguments. We really had fun, <laughs> you know? So I guess someone's got to take it for the team. It sucks, but yeah. They're taking it for the team, but it looks like an amazing season. Do you know how many episodes there are total? Yes, there are 10 total episodes. Great. The last one will air on May 22nd. Great. So this will um, take us to summer almost. Good. Yeah, we'll be right before June. So um, yeah, this journey is going to be really, really fun. I cannot wait to see what they edited and smushed together and removed. And, you know, I just love reality TV. So I'm like, I'm on the other end of it now. This is going to be fun, hopefully. Yeah. Well, you know what? I love your positivity and I love how open you are to it, even knowing as a viewer of reality TV, how left it can go. So I'm, Absolutely. I'm loving your attitude about it. Can you tell Thank people you. where to find you, where to follow you? Yeah, absolutely. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter 
It's at O So Stephanie, and that's S T E F as in Frank, A N I E. And also uh, my website is singles, www.singles, plural, and the city.com. So like sex in the city, but put singles and the city. And that's me. I love it. So I'm going to link all that up in the show notes for everyone too. And we are going to watch you and maybe I can check in with you again when the season ends and we can of talk course. more. Of course. And maybe amazing. we can bring Michael on at some point too. It'd be so fun. I would love that. Yeah. That'd I would be great. Love that. Okay. Thank you so Thank much, you. Stephanie. Thank you so much for time to share. This was great. I got a lot of this off my chest. Now I can go read a book and go back to work. Thank you so much. I want to thank Stephanie for joining us today and giving us her perspective on what looks to be like a really fun show on Lifetime. Remember to tune in every Tuesday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to Love at First Flight and follow this journey with me. I will be covering it on recaps on the show and maybe doing a little bit of writing about it. We'll see. Remember to follow Stephanie on all of her social media and check out her website, Singles in the City. That'll all be linked up in the show notes for you, so take a look there. You can also find all of my links. Follow me at Erin Leah Martin on Twitter and Instagram. Join the Pink Shade with Erin Martin Facebook group. Check out my new website. I'm just starting to get everything in one central hub. It's pinkshadewitherinmartin.com. And check out the new Patreon link. I set up a Patreon page and I will be delivering fun bonus content in April. If you think this podcast is worth a few bucks, then I would appreciate your pledges. I so appreciate you listening and being part of the Pink Shade family. Make sure to check me out on Jenny McCarthy, talking to her about Real Housewives every week. I'll be doing that as soon as I get back from vacation little bit later in April, mid-April, let's say. And remember to give a five-star review on iTunes. It helps spread the word. And I love you forever for doing it. Until next time, I will see you in reality. 